This is Saturday morning's must-listen formula. Set to go. Ready. Racing. The best minds in the business are ready to have their say. This is the Melbourne Racing Panel. Group 1 racing at Flemington, Maccabi Diva Stakes Day. Perhaps a little bit more rain overnight than a few of us would have liked, but great to have Dean Lester, David Gately and Nicole Thomas with me for this hour to preview the meeting at Flemington. Good morning to you, Dino. Good morning, Warren. Had a sneaky little winner at Swan Hill before they called the, the meeting off yesterday. You're finding them all over the place. Uh, tell us a little bit more about Hedham. Uh, yeah, Hedham was a horse that uh, Lindsay Smith identified uh, off some trials and... Uh, we're just happy to get involved with uh, Jerry Ryan and uh, a lot of the Warrnambool crew, uh, Matty Stewart from Warrnambool and uh, a few others involved. So, no, it was good to see him uh, uh, win. He was, uh, we were hoping he'd sort of get to the May Carnival, actually, last year for the Maiden, but uh, or this year, but uh, he wasn't quite ready. So, been patient, and uh, he, uh, he went to Swan Hill for a dry track yesterday, Warren. So, uh, that didn't eventuate, but he still won, so that was good. No dry track at Flemington either today. How's that affected the way you're assessing the meeting? Yeah, it, uh, it was a bit more than probably anticipated, wasn't it? Uh, but uh, you know, the uh, the trainers have sorted out uh, in a lot of cases which ones they don't want to run. So, uh, yeah, well, uh, I haven't had to make too many adjustments. I'm so looking forward to the day. David Gately, you've been making some adjustments, no doubt, in Melbourne and Sydney when trainers finally settle on where their horses go, particularly with Flemington. How did the overnight rain affect your thoughts? Yeah, um, yeah, a little bit more than, than what we thought. It might affect, um, you know, a couple of horses like Fajita Sand, who was probably looking closer to a five, but uh, we'll stick to what we've, uh, what we've done, mate, and uh, see if we can find some winners. Yeah, I hope you're going well with those dog obedience classes oh, there too. Yeah. Go to hope that's going well. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're flying in, yeah. Nicole Thomas from the Tab joins us. Good morning to you, Nicole. Good morning to you, Warren. How's the interest been in the meetings, particularly at Flemington and Rose Hill today? Yeah, look, plenty of good betting races, lots of early action. And I can tell you in the first race, Alpha One has been well supported. The money keeps coming. And Alligator Blood and the Pivy Diva, race five, number four. Uh, money for both point and appear and an interpretation. That's in race six. And the best ruffie on the card, an interesting move for Rockin' Horse, race eight, number four. It's now backed in just under double figures and yeah, plenty of action, plenty of moves to talk about. Plenty of depth right throughout the meeting too. We kick off with race one, the Poseidon Stakes over 1,100 metres. Take out numbers two, three, seven, nine and 15. Can we get a lead from the market here, Nicole? Well, punters are backing around the favourite duel here, number six. It has drifted 240. It got out to 290, but with an eight cent deduction today, it's just back into $2.70. So a big drifter and they're backing plenty of others here. Number four, Alpha One, 650 into $4. Spacewalk, number eight, into $6 from an opening 850. Brunus Notches, number 12, $18 into 11. Number 13, Three Rings has been supported as well, $21 into 12. Zoo Sensation, number 10, is a drifter out to $14. Then we've got Stupendo, number five, a $21 chance. Shipstern, number 14, being back from 61 into 23. Kusu, number 11, $23 as well. And Brereton, that same quote, number one, also at the 23. So they're backing around the favourite duel. Good money for Alpha One here. Spacewalk and plenty of the roughies as well. Some deep races today, Dean. Just from a, a speed point of view, have you got much of an idea how they might set up here in the first? Uh, Warren, I would have thought that... Uh... Duel had a, you know, probably would be prominent, but you know that Alpha One from out wide is the likely leader, and uh, I think uh, he, you know, he's a fast horse. How much he crosses over will be the probably the key down the straight. Uh, three Rings Zoo Sensation probably 
the next line, but uh, yeah, I think Alpha One will lead Dual. How'd you end up lining them up here? Yeah, I think they'll be both in the finish somewhere. Uh, I'm going to go with Dual with that uh, straight track experience, and he looks so good winning down the straight on that occasion uh, back in May. Uh, he's trolled up nicely. Looks ready to go. I'm with him. Uh, Buenas noches. Uh, forget where the finishing position had him last start. Uh, he got knocked over by Spacewalk and another runner and then picked himself up and you know, ran through the line beautifully. Uh, he won on debut on significantly rain-affected ground, so the overnight rain hasn't affected his prospects. I expect him to run well. Uh, Alpha 1, the last little bit of that 1,100 metres is probably a challenge, but he's a good Fast horse, makes his own luck. He's going to be there for a long way. And uh, next best, I've put in Spacewalk. He's talented. He's a bit erratic. Maybe the straight will suit him. Who knows? But uh, he's certainly got the ability to figure in a race like this. Just has to be on his best behaviour. But I'm going to go with uh, Dool to maintain his unbeaten record, 6, 12, 4 and 8. How are you seeing race one, Gator? Yeah, not much more to add. Um, you know, I think Dool's the best horse. Is he vulnerable first up here? Um, he had some match fit speed horses. Uh, possibly, um, but I'm at a default to, to him. I thought the trial was was solid enough. Alpha One, yeah, agree. It's just that last uh, 10 or 20 metres of the 1100, um, but he's going to give you a good side. He'll, he'll run fast time for a long way. Yeah, and Bonus, uh, not just yet, squeezed out of the race. Actually, was race fast at home in that race, so um, was a sneaky gem. And uh, best value play here for mine. And Zoo Sensation, interestingly, jumped out the same day as Duel. Ran significantly faster time. Um, if that's any help, you six four twelve ten. Six four twelve and ten from Gator. Six twelve four and eight from Dean Lester. I was really taken with that run. The boys have outlined the lack of luck. The uh, absolute stopped in the tracks of number twelve Bunus Notches last time in Sydney. Maddie Smith's a terrific traveller of horses. Each way for me. 12 ahead of five stupendo i think he's trialing up well he's got the straight track experience he's a solid unit but i think he's been overlooked to some extent six duel give a sight on the speed he looks to have genuine upside and four alpha one perhaps the one that they're going to be chasing down he'll be right there on the speed perhaps with duel i'm 12 each way ahead of five six and four in race one race two's over the 1700 meters take out numbers four seven and and 14. We've got an open handicap here, Nicole, with Persan heading the weights. What's the market look like? Well, Lyrical Lad is the favourite here, and it's actually gone from 380 to 350, but with that nine cent deduction here, it's just been solid in the market. Sir Davey, number 10, is next. It's been backed $5 into $4.60 overall. He's a shocker. Number 12 is into 480 from $5 this morning. Number 8, Zarek, is $7.50. Milford, number 6, a $13 chance and has drifted out to that quote. Number 2, Young, Wer- Young Werder, is 50, uh, sorry, $15. Macram, number 9, has been backed at a price $41 into 19 San Berto number five is twenty one. Three Great House twenty three dollars. Persan number one is twenty six. Aurora Symphony number eleven a fifty one dollar chance. And Olympic Corch Noy number fifteen is sixty one dollars. So Sir Davy is probably the best supported runner here in race two. A lot to dissect here. Some different form lines merging. Gator. First of all, how do you think they might run the race? Yeah, look, I couldn't find a, a natural leader. I think there's a number that will go forward. A good sized field. Um, but, yeah, I don't think it'll be a fearsome speed by any stretch. And I think uh, Buckhurst, Sir Davey, Aurora Symphony, even Milford, but he's first up. You know, Persan can posse up without necessarily wanting to lead at this distance range as well. So, yeah, I don't think it'll be fierce. I think that'll suit Sir Davey. Um, you heard the gap between runs. We know stable, no issues there. 
he jumped. Um, he had a terrific prep latest. He never missed the top three. We know they chased a smart one in Tuvalu in the Winter Championship final. And he just catches a few class gallopers off longer breaks. And, um, yeah, just defaulted really to, to the math, given he'll probably get that gun trail. Zayrek did enough. First up, 1,400 weight trade. just never going to be his go. Uh, he actually rated really similarly to his last first up run. And then he came out second up over 2,000 metres and won easily, sitting handy. So he's a value improver slash danger, I think. He's a shocker's flying. So is Lyrical Lad, but his best former own fast run races, uh, 10-8, 12-13. Yeah, Gators numbers, 10, 8, 12 and 13. Dino, your thoughts on race two? Uh, Warren, I like Zarek here. Uh, I thought uh, he trolled up quite nicely leading into the Memsey Stakes, which was never going to suit him, but he's very effective second up. He's come up with a good draw. Saw a second up last time and he, he raced handy to the speed. It was 2,000 metres, but uh, I think he'll be able to use the draw to advantage here. The overnight rain's a plus. Uh, gee, I think he's a terrific each-way play to beat uh, Sir Davey, who's had the freshen up from the Winter Championship, uh, reliable horse that will run well, has had that tick over jump out at uh, Sanana to keep him ready for this race. He'll run well. Lyrical Lad, uh, he's had a great winter. Uh, Jamie Mott's got a couple of rides today at 54 kilos, and I can see why they've uh, tempted him to, to ride uh, so light because Lyrical Lad's going well. The the rain's helped him. 1700s as far as he wants, but he's got a good hope, and uh, Milford's absolutely going beautifully at the uh, jump outs in recent weeks uh it looked a really tough task for him initially with the draw but he comes in three and uh, as gator said not an absolute defined leader uh he breaks quite handy in his two wins wouldn't be surprised to see him run really well first up and with what mike moroni outlined uh for him maybe a Caulfield cup start maybe a race like the five diamonds in sydney he's got some uh, lofty ambitions so first up here he can run well but uh, I like Zarek each way, 8, 10, 13 and 6. 8, 10, 13 and 6 from Dean. You reference the five diamonds. I'm waiting for cater for older horses, Dean. I think the six schooners is a, is a race that they should come up with in Sydney. We've got the five diamonds, the uh, the four pillars, the golden eagle. What about something for the six-year-olds, Dean? Well, it's only a matter of time, Warren, to keep them in the series. So uh, <laughs> be careful what you wish for. 8, 10, 13 and 6 from Dean. 10, 8, 12 and 13 from Gator. I'm very much in sync with Dino here. I thought Zarek had been trialling up well going into his first up run. I thought he ran well at weight for age. He gets up in distance with the blinkers on. 8 for me. Head of uh, 10, Sir Davey, who's had that freshen gap between runs, but a tick over jump out, no problem with the stable. Lyrical lad, love the overnight rain. Jamie Model try and cuddle him to get that last crack at them to run out the 1,700 metres. And 12, he's a shocker on the fresh side. 8, 10, 13 and 12 for me. Race three's the carped on Teebs down the straight for the three-year-old fillies. Scratchings are numbers 1, 4 and 13, but still a big field of 16 to face the starter. Nicole, how's the market look? It is a nice open race. Gennady is the favourite, number seven. It's been backed as well. $5 into $4.20. Then we've got English Riviera, number 12, the $5.50 quote. Oh, hi, number six is also at $5.50. Then we've got See You in Heaven at $10, number two. Number nine, Bubble Palace is also at $10. Number five, Get in the Spirit, $14 chance. Then we've got Wee Nessie. There's been some money at a price for number 14, $21 into 15. Nanagui, number 11, is into, is a $17 chance. Miss Rosiano, uh, number three is $8. 
$18. Eight Hellhound back there at $17. Clarity number 10 has been specced as well, $41 into $26. Number 16, she's pretty rich at $41. Berry Bubbly number 15 is $61. Say Magic number 18 is $71. Typhoon Titmus number 17, an $81 chance. And Star Hummer number 19 is also at the $81 quote. So good money for the favourite here, Gennady number 7. Also some money for Wee Nessie and Ruffy Hellhound and Clarity as well. There looks to be good speed in this race to my eye. I thought English Riviera and Bubble Palace in particular would be rolling on and setting a solid tempo. And I thought that might make them vulnerable late, even out wider the speed from the likes of Star Hummer, perhaps even Say Magic. But English Riviera, Bubble Palace, primarily the two that are going to set the speed here. And I think it sets up nicely for number seven, Gennady, to, to balance up. She's had experience down the straight. I think she's jumped out nicely between runs. Damien Oliver's just going to have to get some clear air from that inside drawer. I think she's got a great chance, as does number six, Ohio, who didn't have a lot of luck in the Quisette first up. So seven ahead of six for me. Eleven, Nanagai. So against the pattern to some extent at Geelong. I think there was plenty of merit in that win. Her previous runs in quality better than maiden grade says that she can line up here and Miss Rosiano has been back to the jump outs for a solid sit up hit out since her run it was a very competitive race but I thought numbers 7 and 6 were the key runners I'm 7, 6, 11 and 3. Dino how are you seeing race 3? Yeah Warren I agree if it's sort of not 7 and 6 uh, then I'm scouting pretty wide. Uh, I'm with Gennady also I thought uh, the first up win last preparation was outstanding, and then uh, I think she raced, you know, probably poorly at Caulfield. She wanted to hang and do things wrong, and she still nearly won. So, and the form around Thrombone's terrific. So, uh, I think she's well placed. She's been trialling with the older horses and going well. Damien Oliver's got a good handle on her. I'm with her. Ohio with the fitness on her side from the run in the Quisette. Soft ground, no problem for her, and she'll be strong late. Uh, giving chances to twelve English Riviera, who just had that uh, maiden win at. Ballarat on the synthetic to get that out of the way. She was competitive through the Blue Diamond Series last campaign. And 19 star hummers are maiden, but uh, both of her runs, firstly behind three rings, who I think will run quite well. Or Firstly, I should say behind Charlemagne, who's now a stakes winner, and uh, then behind um, three rings, who I think will run well in the first race today. So uh, I think that form will stack up quite well, maybe next best. But uh, on with uh, number seven and six also, Warren, seven, six, twelve, nineteen. How are you seeing the three-year-old fillies down the straight, Gator? Yeah, look, I, I do wish Gennady drew wider, but um, I think, uh, you know, she's an exceptional talent. Um, we saw that on debut, and she absolutely thrashed the Quisette winner in Bound for Home and then beat herself, you know, there's no reference Corfid. And, you know, I think well spotted at the jump house because uh, they weren't her own age group. She was jumping out with some gun older sprinters. So she's going really well. Um, so just hope. You know, things are playing evenly and she gets her chance. English Riviera streeted them in the maiden, uh, one by ten, but ran a sizzling last 600 figure doing it. You know, nine out of ten times they measure up. It's just synthetic to turf, but look, handled the straight really well on debut, so I don't know why that would be any sort of knock. Uh, Ojai, strong home in the Crozette, um, beat home waltz on by. Of course, one Wednesday, Lady Laguna, probably should have won uh, the Atlantic Jewel. And I'm loving you, who was right on their heels. So I think um, it's going to be hard to beat as well. Nanagui, agree um, with you, Ted. Uh, nice horse. 7, 12, 6, 11. 
7, 12, 6, 11 from Gator, 7, 6, 12 and 19 from Dean Lester on with numbers 7, 6, 11 and 3 in race 3, the carp on teams down the straight. 21 after 8 on RSN 927, Dean Lester, David Gately, myself, Warren Huntley and Nicole Thomas working through Maccabi Diva Stakes Day at Flemington. We're back after this break. This is Saturday morning's must-listen format, the Melbourne Racing Panel. Almost 10 mil of rain overnight at Flemington. Liam O'Keefe saying we're on a soft seven at this stage. A few showers persisting, but hopefully we've seen the worst of them. So a soft seven at Flemington with the rail back in the true position for Maccabi Diva Stakes Day. Race four is the Sofitel over 1,400 metres. Take out numbers four, seven, 12 and 13. Nicole Thomas from the Tab. How's the market looking race four? We do have a 10 cent deduction with those scratchings there. Bermudez number eight is the favourite at $4 and has been solid after that 10 cents. Pinstripe number 10 is a $4.80 chance, drifting out from 4.40 this morning. El Rocco number 16 has been backed about $7 into the $6 quote. Number three, Scalapini is also at the $6 quote. Then we've got our lightsaber, an interesting move here for number one. It did drift all the way out to $17, opened 11, it's back into $10. Number two, our Playboy, $15 into 10. Chartres number 15 is 19 and a drifter. Number six, Media Award, 23. Viral number 11 is also $23, along with Romance and number nine. Number five, High Stranger, $41. And Surreal Image, number 14, is 151 So money for El Rocco here and also our Playboy early. How do you assess the speed here, Dean? Uh, Warren, look, I think uh, the speed will be, uh, should be a reasonable tempo. Um, Surreal Image, doesn't matter what distance, he, he kicks up uh, from barrier one and Lightsaber comes across from wider. I don't think Bermudez would be that far away. And then you've got the likes of uh, Media Award, El Rocco, maybe Romancer. be interesting to see where Pinstripe fits in. I, I think probably first up he has to go back a little bit and try and get in the three-wide line and, and be uh, strong late. So a good race. Uh, but I think Bermudez, it is the toughest challenge he's had first up, as Mike Moroni explained. But uh, he's so good first up, and he's had a couple of jump outs. He looks to be going well. He's on the limit weight. He's very comfortable at Flemington, soft ground. Okay, I'm with him to beat 16 El Rocco, who is very comfortable on wet ground. He's a long way of the handicap, but he's just going so well, and the, the wet ground brings him right into play. Uh, 10 pinstripe, uh, really promising horse. He looks to be trialling well. This run will bring him right on, and, uh, and the awkward draw is a concern, but he'll be strong late. And Scalapini with race fitness, just he'll be back inside, needing a bit of luck at the right time, getting through traffic if he gets that luck. He has got Damien Lane on his side, which is a fair head start. Uh, he's somewhere in the finish. But I'm going to go principally with Bermudez and El Rocco's 8, 16, 10 and 3. Dean, you referenced Ben Mellum back from a, a break and, and riding light last week. couple of rides at 54 kilos for Jamie Mott today. They are horses that he's got an association with, but how significant do you think that is? Very. Uh, it's a long time since uh, Jamie's even tried. I remember him trying once on a Richard Lamming horse uh, years ago, but uh, this is a you know, real commitment to these horses. And, uh, well, he's uh, hit the ground running this season um, on the provincial circuit and, and getting these good opportunities in town. So uh, he, he'd want to make the most of them uh, and keep the rides, and that's what, he, what you have to do in Melbourne at the moment. Dean's numbers in race 4, 8, 16, 10 and 3. Gator, how are you seeing it? Yeah, look, I'm going to lean to Scalapini. I think Pinstripe's going to end up the best horse. Um, but, yeah, first up, they'll go back. and um, So I've just lent to Scalapini, who, you know, I shared Dino's concerns. I just thought they'd be able to set up a bit closer and use the gate. Um, this horse has been out of box seat 
in the past at 1400. So um, I don't see why they wouldn't to use that uh, that draw. Uh, got a pilot on who's got a fair idea what he's doing as well. So he was brave in the bletching, he wasn't he? Then wide in the in the Lawrence and still battled really well. And back to a handicap. Um, should get um, yeah, just that nice run pinstriped. Uh, he won his latest jump out uh, in good style. He beat key rivals here doing it. Um, two really good wins to start last prep. You can clearly tie his form in uh, Pesquero through El Rocco and Co. But his Guinea's run was the one um, where you say that's a, that's a serious horse. You know, to be able to steam home under no riding, you don't see that too often at any level, let alone Group One level. And then. Probably ridden a bit warm, all-star mile, uh, maybe end of prep as well. He wasn't disgraced. It wasn't great either. Bermudez, we know he's a first-up specialist, four for four. And media award, good roughy here. Forget last prep ever happened. I loved the jump out. She looked exceptional winning her previous campaign. And uh, Al Rocco for the early quaddy as well. But three ten eight six. There gave us numbers, 3, 10, 8, 16, Lester with 8, 16, 10 and 3. Uh, hoping Jamie Mott's rewarded for getting down to 54 kilos. El Rocco's flying, the form around him's holding up well. 16 for me each way, ahead of 8. Bermudez, who's got that terrific fresh record, looks to be coming to hand well. Take on board what Mike Moroney said, that it's probably a tougher race than he's contested first up, but he's so effective, getting his toe in the ground's a positive for him. 3, Scalapini, getting back to handicap conditions, and 10, Pinstripe first up off that decent break, but a horse with obvious upside. 16, 8, 3 and 10 for me. Just one via the SMS, just wanting to recap the selections for race 3. Dean Lester's numbers in race 3, 7, 6, 12 and 19. David Gately with numbers 7, 12, 6 and 11. And my numbers in the third, 7, 6, 11 and 3. Race 5, Flemington today is the feature. The Group 1 Maccabi Diva Stakes over 1,600 metres. Group 1, wait for age. It's clear of scratchings. Nicole, how's the market look? Number one, I'm Thunderstruck, is the favourite. It started 2.20 and got as far as $2.50. It's back into 2.40 now. Alligator Blood's been back. Number four, it was $6 on opening. It's now $4.80. Number seven, Western Empire, slight bit of specking, $6.50 into $6. Number two, Cascadian is six out to the $6.50 quote. Moonga, number five, is $9.50 out to $10. Regal Power, number three, has drifted out to $16. Nonconformist, number six, is $34. And also, She's Ideal is at the $34 quote, and that is number eight. So there is money for Alligator Blood. It's the best supported in the Maccabi. Even $8 was an offer in the all-in market earlier in the week. Gator, quite often you have a, a different view on life. You dance to your own beat. I'd be interested in your speed map here because the world's got Alligator Blood leading. I just wondered if you, your perspective could put a different spin on it. <laughs> no, I think it's sort of um, it's, it seems too obvious, doesn't it? I mean, T. Clark comes down to ride. He obviously led when he won the Guineas here at 1600, beating Catalyst. Um... And he's not... Look, he doesn't need to go hard. Like, he doesn't need to run along to get him off the bit and all that. He's got a great will to win, and um, they can use that as perhaps his best asset. I mean, there aren't too many better front-running riders than, than Tim Clark, so I'm not going to tell him what to do. But um, I think this horse, um, subject to the pattern of the day, looks the logical uh, leader, and irrespective of the tempo, he's going to fight when they when they challenge him, isn't he? So... He was luckless first up. We saw that. You know, should he have gone close? Well, that's open for debate. We just we just will never know. Obviously, his Stradbroke win was terrific, a barnstorming when it was. You know, and that form's great. It's a proper Group 1 race. Uh, Tante is behind him. And a subsequent Group 1 winner, Snap Dancer, through that form as well. 
I'm going to tip on Thunderstruck after saying all that. He came wide with no card into the race in the Mems. He charged out after the leader and winner. That's Snap Dancer, of course. Getting to 1,600 big tracks, a plus. Um, he obviously beat all Barzaki here in the All-Star Mile in March. And uh, soft seven, I don't have any worries. I think the only worry for this horse is when it gets to that bottomless stage. So stay away from Sin City, perhaps. Alligator Blood, the danger. Western Empire, I'm waiting for a drier track now. I'm not sacking him. Cascadian. Uh, was a terrific home. You know, interesting, only four one-hundredths of a second behind. I'm Thunderstruck's last 200 split, so he went almost as well as that horse. Must have a case. Small field, great race, one four seven two. How are you seeing the Maccabi Diva, Dean? Uh, I'm going with I'm Thunderstruck. Uh, I think basically uh, it comes down to head-to-heads. He's beaten most of these horses when he has met them. Uh, Alligator Blood was a bit unlucky behind him uh, in the Memsey, but uh, I'm Thunderstruck had to make that long looping run and chase after from a long way out, so he didn't have all the favours either, so it was a terrific run and Cascadian cut through the field and they've met four times now, Cascadian and I'm Thunderstruck and I'm Thunderstruck's beaten him three and was luckless in the other one, so I just, yeah, brought it down to the, the head-to-heads and uh, he's the, the here and now wait for age horse for up to a mile at least and maybe further, we'll see in time, but uh, I'm with him to beat uh, Cascadian, Alligator Blood making his own luck. Probably would have preferred uh, the rain not to hit for Alligator Blood uh, and Western Empire who probably got a little bit warm first up. Uh, he'd had a long time off the scene, would like to see a more relaxed uh, version of him today and, and see how he goes at Flemington as well on the bigger track might really suit him but uh, small field but a terrific race but I think I'm Thunderstruck's the one to beat One two four seven. One two four seven from Dean, One four seven two from Gator, yeah my confidence is growing with I'm Thunderstruck with the, the overnight rain, Stable wanting to have him in a reasonable position with quite likely alligator blood rolling along on the speed and if he, he angles into that clear area he, he might have a better turn of foot and a tactical advantage so i'm with one ahead of four alligator blood who will give a sight right in the speed cascadian's got form that intertwines very much with on thunderstruck as dino outlined he'll be strong late a mile at flemington a great option for him second up and seven western empire next best for me one four two and seven Race six is the staying race over the 2,500 metres, the Sally Churnside. We take out numbers eight and 14. Fingerada wasn't able to uh, to make the, the, the trip today after heading to uh, to Swan Hill yesterday. Fortunately, Mimi's award was left in the field. How does the market look here, Nicole? Uh, we've got Point Nippy in the favourite here, number three, $4 into $3.80. That's after an 11 cent deduction as well. And Interpretation number four has been back, $6 into $4.60. Number five, Horrifying, there's money for it as well, $8.50 into $6 this morning. Mohican Heights number nine is a $9.50 chance. High Emotion number 11 is $14. Number 15, Mimi's Award is $17. Tea Waters number seven is 18 Blue Cup number 12 is 23 The Moonlight Gambler number 16 is a $26 chance. The Good Fight number 6 is $26. Team Captain number 10 is 31 King of the Castle number 13, also a $31 chance. Vow and Declare number 2, $34. Serpentine number 1 is also 34 And St Eustace number 17 is a $41 chance. So money for Point and Appearance and Interpretation, actually in horrifying, so that money for the top three in the market. Big field, a relatively short run to the first turn. There's notification that I'd like Point Nepean to be on speed. He's shown some versatility in his runs. Serpentine, I thought, would be somewhere near there. Horrifying has got versatility, but he's been forward. At times, I think at least they'll run this at a reasonable tempo. 
really interested in the blinkers and the tongue tie going on. Number four interpretation. He'll perhaps need some luck and maybe some speed up front to help the field spread out. But I liked his first run here in Australia. I like what he's done in trials in between and and the stable thinking that he might be able to, to earn a spot in the Melbourne Cup down the track. So he'd want to be running very well here and I think he can. Four for me ahead of three point Nepean who has shown that tactical versatility gap between runs but uh, he's an Andrew Ramson winner so he won't have any problem running the trip out and no doubt the stable will have him here to run well and perhaps improve out of this race. Nine Mohican Heights just slowly away got into a, an awkward spot at the Valley last week. We don't see the Wallace stable back horses up that often but they did last week with success and I'm not surprised to see high emotion after what mightn't have been a taxing oh sorry the uh, Mohican Heights after what mightn't have been a taxing run last week back up and I've got five horrifying who's just in a terrific vein of form he's found that winning habit in as next best four each way for me ahead of three nine and five how do you see race 16? Uh, I'm pretty similar to you Warren I'm with interpretation he's a horse that I've had on the radar, hoping uh, he gets towards a race like the Melbourne Cup. And uh, we'll learn more about him today. But uh, his first Australian run was good. He's had a couple of trials since, uh, or jump outs. Uh, he's got some very strong form lines, and I think he can run well. I thought Mohican Heights last week, uh, from about the 700, he got on the wrong leg. And then uh, coming to the turn, pushed out into the worst ground. And it was a total forgive run. Andy was five weeks between runs. He can improve sharply here from a good draw. Preble taking over. Horrifying uh, has won three of his past four. And since they've been riding him uh, in a a positive manner, up on the speed, making his own luck, he's racing so well in these races. And uh, I've put him point in the pen just because he's got... Going to get a very cheap run from the low draw. He's going to race handy to the speed. And whilst he's already in the Melbourne Cup with that win in the Ramsden, uh, he can be very competitive here. Four, nine, five, and three. Four, nine, five, and three from Dino. I'm with four, three, nine, and five. Gator, how are you seeing the Sally Churn side? Yeah, look, I'm leaning to uh, point in the pan here. Obviously, um, you know, first up, and, and he's had the measure of a few of these um, in the past. You know, including through Irish Eyes, who's then been really competitive with the likes of Horrifying and those sort of horses. So, you know, I take the point that he's already in the race, so will he be screwed down? Um, look, his Ramsden win was was uh, was outstanding, really. So um, I've just lent to him, but he certainly won't be solo in the quaddy. Um, agree interpretation is going to be extremely hard to beat. Uh, it was a bit of a sectional star first up, race fastest last 200, now gets up in trip, listed winner at home at 2,800. Horrifying, spying this prep, Memories Award must have claimed same form line and me can hide. So I was with him last week, but it was a non-event, as, as you guys have referenced. 3, 4, 5 and 15. 3, 4, 5 and 15 from Gator in race 6. It's 13 to 9 on RSN 927, 23 to 9. In fact, we'll take a break. We'll come back with the last three, get the boys best and their hotty plays and how to attack the meeting at Flemington today. This is Saturday morning's must-listen format. The Melbourne Racing Panel. Mackay Stakes Day at Flemington. Group 1 Racing back at headquarters. We're on a soft seven with the rail. The true position, race seven on the card, is the Let's Elope Stakes for the Mayors over 1,400 metres at Group 2 level. It's clear of scratchings, Nicole Thomas. How does the market look? 
Number five, Kiss on All Four Cheeks is the favourite. It's been backed as well, four sixty into four dollars. Flying mascot number six is next. It's four eighty out to the five dollar quote. I am Ben A number fourteen is a seven dollar chance, drifting from six fifty. Foxy Frieda, a tiny bit of support for number ten, eight dollars fifty into eight dollars today. Lady of Honor number eleven is out to eleven dollars from ten. Number twelve, Fortunate Kiss has come in slightly, twenty six dollars into seventeen. Money for La Dragon Tea at odds as well. Number three, twenty one dollars into the eighteen dollar quote. Steinem number nine is nineteen dollars, drifting out to that. Cuban Link number fifteen also a drifter out to nineteen. Number eight, Daisy's twenty three dollars. Yearning number one, it's gone from thirty one dollars into twenty three. Elusive Express number four twenty six dollars. Glint of Hope number two thirty four. Number seven, Rich Hips fifty one dollars. And Tokarangi number thirteen is a sixty one dollar chance. And there's money for kiss on all four cheeks. It's clearly the best back. The favourite number five. How's the tempo look in the Lexa Lope, Dave? Uh, Warren, the mayor's at uh, 1400 I, I would have thought that uh, Lady of Honour, as she likes to do, roll along. Uh, flying mascot won't be that far away from her, and they've drawn inside uh, or inner draws. Uh, fortunate kiss up to 1400 and kiss on all four cheeks. I think uh, if uh, she should probably take a chance and come across from out wider because there seems to be a, a lot of midfield or worse uh, runners here maybe looking for further. So uh, I, I would think she'd be fairly uh, marked. Zara would be fairly proactive there and be uh, in the first four or five. How'd you line them up? I'm trusting the Cochrane Stakes form. Uh, Kiss on all four cheeks beat home flying mascot, but there wasn't a lot in it. And I just think from the draw, flying mascot will get a cheap run here. She loves soft ground. She's fitter, 1,400 suits, as it does Kiss on all four cheeks. She's outstanding, winning here over 1,400 back in the autumn. Uh, So there's not a lot between them, uh, as they showed at Caulfield. Uh, I'm going six from five. I think 10, Foxy Frieda. Uh, she had a trial about a month ago. I wish she trialled a bit better, but she's had a month to get fitter and probably improve. She is a gun mare at her best and very capable of winning first up. And 14, and that is I Am Bene. It was an outstanding win when she won at Caulfield just on a month ago. That was 1,200. Now got to extend that out to 1,400, and it was a... Yeah, absolute fierce speed that Invincible Jets set that day and it's set up for a run on. Whether this will be, they'll sit up more and it'll play more to the on paces, that would be the query. But she is a really progressive horse. But uh, a good mare's race. Uh, trusting the, the Cochram Stakes form, but wary of Foxy Frieda, it's the other one. I'm, I think it's got a terrific chance. Six, five, ten, and 14. Your thoughts, Gator? Yeah, look, I'm just leaning to kiss on all four cheeks. Obviously, the return was, was terrific in the Cochram. You know, running by flying mascot, passive aggressive. Uh, we know her second up record is outstanding. Won three or four at the stage of the campaign, and beat the males here second up last time. I mean, her big handicap run, uh, coming wide on a day the inside lanes were better was terrific. Also, um, do I wish she drew better and or uh, soft six or better? Yeah, possibly, but I'm going to stick there. Flying mascot did some early work in the Cockrum. She ran really well. She too has that exceptional second up uh, profile. I am Benny in the worst uh, ground in Adelaide and then a strong win over the top of them. Corfield. It was only a 78 race, but um, they ran quick time. First go 1,400. Looks okay, but it's an unknown, I guess. And these new four-year-old, uh, new season four-year-old mares, Glint of Hope and Yearning, they've both trialled well. They've both come up a big price. And if you're looking at um, you know other new season four-year-olds, uh, they're measuring up really well. You know, Fangirl, Hinged, etc. So I don't think they're out of it. Five, six, fourteen, and two. Five, six, fourteen, and two from Gator Dean Lester with six, five, ten, 
and 14. Uh, on with six, Fly Mascot. Around about the each-way quota, I think that's a good each-way bet, Fly Mascot. She was good first up. 1,400 metres will suit. She'll get a, a lovely run. I'm six each-way ahead of five. Kiss on all four cheeks, who probably settles a bit behind Fly Mascot, but will be chasing her down. I am Benane, number 14. She was the, the run of the day at Caulfield for about 35 minutes at her last start, and, and then there was a couple of horses producing even better performances, but there was so much merit in her run and her win there. She can measure up to this grade and 10 Foxy Frieda. She'll be hitting the line well first up. Uh, I think she'll be better over a bit further and maybe with a run or so under the belt. Six each way for me, ahead of five, 14 and 10 in race seven on the card. Race eight's the Bobby Lewis down the straight for the quality sprinters, taking out numbers one, 11 and 15. What's the market in the Bobby Lewis look like, Nicole? An open market here. We've got equal $6 favourites. We're shooting for gold and swats that both at that $6 quote. Slightly more money for shooting for gold. Number 13, it's gone from $7.50 into $6. What's that? Number 12, $6.50 into $6. Varenskova, number 17, money there as well. $9.50 into $7.50. Number 7, the astrologist. It's come in. It did start $9.50. Got out to 12 back into $8.50. Number 8, stage man is an $8.50 chance drifting from $7.50. Good money for rockin' horse at a price. Number 4, $19 into $9.00. 50. Number four, Baller, $13. Is a drifter out to that? Red Can Man, number 10, $14. Zutori, number two, 17. Hard Empire, number three, is 23. Some money for Poland at a rough odds. Number 16, $51 into 23. Roheron, number nine, $23 also. Graceful Girl, number six, 23, two. And Chat, number 14, is an $81 chance. So some decent money for the top ones in the market here. Shooting for goals, being well backed. Varen Scova, and a little bit of money for the astrologist there. And Rockin' Horse, best of the roughies. A few of these with some reasonable straight experience. Gator, how do you think they might run it, first of all? Well, with serious suspect out, um, you know, it looks like the astrologist is, is your leader. Um, you know, and even a couple other speed runners have come out as well. So he looks the one uh, that um, will lead them. There's plenty of others that can be right, uh, you know, near him. But I think he's a, he's a logical leader, as I say. Uh, look, I'm going to tip shooting for gold. I think he was ridden too close in the Ori Star. He was up facing the breeze, and you know, watching that live, I'm just thinking that's not his go. He actually battled on well. Colder ride, Caulfield beats a good field in good time, and he's drawn to swoop this time, uh, sitting off them hopefully with cover with uh, Jay Carr. Swats that resumes um, under you know with the new stable under a big hold in the recent jump out. If you're on the heels of Nature Strip and a Group One Lightning. Um, you can certainly win this. She was in, of course, on the heels of the astrologist and Cohen in Newmarket. Stage man's debut was good. He ran by shooting for gold there. Uh, he has a little weight swing. Um, he's a good second up horse. Blinkers on. Wish he drew wider. Rock and horse, of course, won that Newmarket. The astrologist for the Cordy as well. 13, 12, 8, and 4. How are you seeing the, the run down the straight here, Dino? Oh, I think it's a tricky race, Warren, because uh, we've got horses coming off um, long uh, absences from the winner's stall. Uh, a lot of them have run a, uh, in better company, and Swats, that's certainly one of those. In saying that, uh, that last run before a spell was uh, that Vobus Gold race, which was a bit disappointing. She's changed stables. She's trialled up well. Uh, she's very effective down the straight. And uh, as Gator mentioned, those runs to Nature Strip and co down the straight at uh, Flemington. Augur Welfare are running well here uh, to beat seven, the astrologist who he never runs badly down the straight. His last campaign was all in good company. Multiple group one place getter in that campaign. 
Uh, he's trialled up well. He's tough. He's genuine. And he'll give a great side again. Eight stage man was a very good run first up. He's been back to the trials. I thought he was given a very soft time and he looked good. Uh, he can certainly win. He's just got to break a 700-day-plus drought. And 17, Veron Scova, who's miles out of the handicap. But she's going well. She's up and coming, and she gets down the straight very effectively. At, uh, not a race I'm that confident in, Warren, but uh, I am leaning the way of Swats that. 12, 7, 8, and 17. 12, 7, 8, 17 from Dino. Gator, can I just confirm your numbers in race 8? Uh, race 8, I've got 13, 12, 8 and 4. 13, 12, 8 and 4 from Gator. On with Stageman each way here. Dino referenced he's been back to the jump outs. Sure, I like the way he poked along in that jump out and I loved what he did down the straight in the Ori Star. He gets the blinkers back on here. I think Golly will be stalking the speed. Uh, would have probably preferred to have Serious Suspect in there to apply some bit more pressure to the astrologist. But I'm with eight each way for me. Ahead of 12, Swats that, who's tried up well for the new camp. You know what you get from her. She'll be strong late. She's been very effective down the straight without winning. Rockin' Horse ran well first up. Will strip fitter. Gets up in the weights. But she's a quality mare. And seven, the astrologist on speed, giving a sight. Eight, 12, four and seven for me. The Bobby Lewis down the straight. We went to the last, the Exford plate for the three-year-olds over 1,400 metres to Terrific race. The Wallace Stable Mates numbers seven and eight come out. How does the market look here, Nicole? We've got our favourite number six, Berkeley Square, at $5 here and has been solid in the market at that quote. Tijuana, number three, this is a $6 chance. It has come in from $7. Fajita San, number 11, it's a $6 chance also in from $6.50. Cadazio, number 14, is $7.50, drifting slightly. Number four, Fast Witness, a $9 chance. Elliptical, number 13, there has been some money for this, $12 into $10 with a $0.14 deduction taken out. He's Heaven, number five, is a $12 chance and that's been backed in at a big price. It was about $21 into the $12 quote. Northern Beaches, number nine, was spected odds as well into $12. Let's roll the dice, number one, $13 chance. Ringmaster, number 10, 26. Superset, number 12, $41. Number 15, Who Dares, 51. Maximilius, number two, is $71. And Social Conscience, number 16, is 126 So money for uh, Tijuana, number three, and also a bit of money for Fujita San. And Ellipticals being backed as well. Yeah, competitive race to, to finish. Uh, I thought Elliptical you know, might hold a spot near the inside. He's heaven, probably rolls forward. Maybe Maximilius out wider. Who dares possibly rolling forward? Really competitive race. Uh, I'm with three Tijuana each way here. He was slowly away. He was terrific closing off first up. He's a stakes winner here, second up at 1,400 metres. Three ahead of one. Let's roll the dice, who I thought did enough. Arguably against the pattern at the Valley, but he was strong through the line. 1,400 metres on a big track will suit, as it will for number 11, Fujita-san, who gets the, the winkers on. And I'll put six Barclay Square in. Next best, probably trucking up three wide with cover. Mightn't be a bad option by this stage of the day. Three each way ahead of one, 11 and six for me. In the last, how are you seeing it, Dean? Uh, Warren, I'm going with uh, Tijuana also. He was my horse to follow out of Caulfield. Uh, loved the way he hit the line. He got... Further back than anticipated because he, he just missed the start, but uh, that's not in keeping with his usual trials or form. So I'm expecting him to begin a bit cleaner here, be in the first half of the field and be strong late. And uh, I think he's got a great chance for G to sound likewise. I think getting to Flemington will be a big key. Yes, he would have probably preferred it a bit drier, but I think Flemington's a, a, a totally different wet to what he faced in that heavy nine at Mooney Valley. And he can run very well uh, for fast witness. 
He's won at Cranbourne and Mooney Valley. I wouldn't say he's absolutely, you know, just sailed around those tight tracks. So getting onto the bigger track and out to 1,400 metres, I don't think holds any fears. I think he's a little bit forgotten for a horse that's won two of three. And uh, Barclay Square, who, as you mentioned, might be three wide with cover or just three wide and, and a big striding horse. It might really suit him by this stage of the day um, on fresher ground and, and be strong late. He's got that win last start at the track and distance. A very good race. I'm sure it'll be a significant guide to the future when you see a horse like Cadazio and you hear Michael Kent talking about him. I'm sure he does look a derby candidate. Those sort of horses will shape up through this race as they do every year. Three, eleven, four, and 6. 3, 11, 4 and 6. And Dino, you'll be a major part of an expanded coverage during the course of the afternoon on RSN 927 with uh, obviously Matty Hill, our caller, yourself. We've got Brendan Delaney with some post-race analysis, Sean Cosgrove in the mounting yard getting some really current information. So you'll be a big part of that expanded coverage this afternoon. Certainly. Well, we're on about 10 minutes prior to each race and then straight after the race uh, with Brendan Delaney to, to wrap up and then uh, we'll have Sean Cosgrove live from the Manning Yard uh, with uh, any news and tidbits through the day. Uh, so, yeah, really uh, expanded coverage for the spring uh, here on RSN. Dino's numbers in the last three, eleven, four, and 6. I'm with 3, 1, 11, and 6. Gator, how are you seeing the last? Yeah, look, um, I'm going to tip Fajita Stan, who was fresh into the McKenzie, missed the key trifecta, sat one, two, three, closing splits, good. Led, easy, soft winner and good time prior to that. What I don't love is the extra rain. I was sort of hoping for a five or better, seven. I don't think he relished the ground there at the valley, but um, anyway, damage done. I think Tijuana's a big danger. Slow out himself in the McNeil strong home behind Jackano and the then Guinea's favourite, F Cabin. He was on pace when winning the other uh, listed race in, in the spring, of course. Let's roll the dissectional, uh, dissectionals home equal to Fajita Sand at the Valley. He tried well prior to that. Berkeley Square Park, with us must have a case. 11-3-1-6 home. 11-3-1-6 from Gator. I'm hoping Nicole Thomas from the tab is still there. I'm excited to get the, the best back runners from the day and have left Nicole hanging around for a little bit longer than she can. We'll have to cover a little bit of overtime there if Nicole's still there. Apologies if you are still there, Nicole. Can we get the best back runners at Flemington and around the country today? Absolutely, I'm still here. Uh, look, Alpha One in race one has been really well backed. It's shortened even further into $3.80 now at Flemington there. Alligator Blood in the Maccabi Diva is still the best back runner in the race. In the Let's Elope Stakes, race seven, number five, Kiss on All Four Cheeks, very popular. Uh, and also in Sydney, I had a look at the Rose Hill card, just updated these prices. Kips Bay, race two, number eight. This has been a really big go, $15 into four sixty. Clemenceau in race five, number six, has been a big go as well. In the run to the Rose, in Secret popular and Shades of Rose well backed in the Chiraco Stakes there in Sydney as well. So plenty of runners that have been backed and plenty of good races to look forward to today. Nicole Loves a Punt is your Twitter handle. What is Nicole Loves a Punt punting on today? <laughs> it's an app Twitter handle. I do love a punt. Um, I think Duel can win the first race. I know it's drifting, but uh, it's $2.80 now. I still think it can win and I like one at Doombin today. Race four, number nine, Beery Cards. $2.70. It's been trialling up nicely and unbeaten at Doombin. So they're my two for today and good luck to all of you and good luck to the punters out there as well. Great work, Nicole. Have a lovely afternoon punting around the country, particularly Flemington and Rose Hill. Thanks, Warren. You too. Five to nine on RSN 927. Time for our last break this hour. We've got the Interstate Hour coming up. We've got Race Day Mornings with Michael Felgate, Maddie Stewart and Dan Malecki at Flemington at 10 o'clock. But after this break, we'll get the boys' best bets at Flemington. This is Saturday Morning's Must Listen Format. The Melbourne Racing Panel.
time to drill down, get the boys' bets, bets and quaddies and anything else that might have taken their eye looking at the meeting at Flemington or perhaps around the country. Today, Dean Lester, we'll start with you. How are you wrapping up Flemington? Uh, Warren, I like uh, the double of I'm Thunderstruck into Interpretation, race five, number one, race six, number four. Um, the uh, With regard to the quaddy, in the first leg, just a slight change from yesterday on the breakfast show, four, nine, five, three and 13. In the second leg, numbers 6, 5, 10, 14 and 11. In the third leg, the Bobby Lewis, numbers 12, 7, 8, 17 and 13. And come home on 3, 11, 4 and 6. So definitely a flexi day, but that certainly uh, looked at as soon as the field dropped uh, on Wednesday, Warren. And uh, yeah, it's a, a really good program. Looking forward to it immensely. So Leanne found Lamarty for us today? She has, uh, and uh, we're going all over the place here. Uh, Clemenceau and uh, at Rose Hill Race 5, Rose Hill Race 7, Swiss Exile, and Doombin Race 9, a Manhood. So it comes to around the $24 mark, that multi. So uh, it's got two out of three last week. Hopefully we can get the whole set this week uh, with Leanne's multi. Great work, Dino. Looking forward to that expanded coverage right throughout the afternoon on RSN 927. Thank you, Warren. Gator, how are you playing today at Flemington? Uh, best, race seven, number five, kiss on all four cheeks. Uh, next best, uh, race five, uh, number one, I'm thunderstruck. Quaddy wise yeah, I couldn't find a skinny leg, so again, we'll, we can, uh, can flexi and then can always take a second quaddy a bit thinner just in case we get it right, which happens every now and then. Uh, first leg, three, four, five, 15 and nine. Second leg, the left slope, uh, 5, 6, 14, 2 and 1. Bobby Lewis, the third leg, 13, 12, 8, 4 and 7. Coming home, Exford Plate, numbers 11, 3, 1 and 6. Gator, I've seen your legs. You're not trying hard if you think you can't find a skinny leg. They're, they're not <laughs> the most robust legs. They're not Matty Stewart type legs, that's for sure. Uh, the chicken wing, chicken man. No, are we going better than than Maddie? But um, no, it's a fantastic day. Uh, can't wait to get my teeth into it, mate. Yeah, and can't wait to get stuck into the meeting at Rose Hill with you after this. Uh, have a coffee. I'll be back with you shortly, Gator. Roger. Best for me, I struggled to find a best. I'm growing in confidence with race five, number one, I'm Thunderstruck. But I'm going to make race seven, number six, Flying Mascot, each way my best. Race seven, number six. Quaddy first leg, four, three, nine and five. Second leg, numbers six, five, 14 and 10. Numbers eight, 12, four and seven. In the third leg, coming home with numbers three, one, 11 and six. That takes us out for the Melbourne form panel. It's nine o'clock from the news with John Bowden, David Gately after the news to go through the meeting at Rose Hill in a big interstate out.